Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on launch date, happy whatever the hell day. If you're not listening to this on launch date, um, time is something that we all struggle with, period. Maybe you are retired and you're struggling with having too much time on your hands. Maybe you are a busy mom and you're struggling to find that additional minute to just take a breath. Uh, No matter which way we fall, dedicating time to our strength training, dedicating time to ourselves, that can be a struggle. So today I'm going to go over six tips that will help you dedicate more time to the gym, your strength training, etc. So if you're looking to get stronger, this episode is for you. Without further ado, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee Unless you are in the same temperature I am, which is like a thousand degrees outside and you want nothing to do with a hot beverage. Whatever drink makes you smile, go grab it right now and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, And let's get chatting. Time, time, time. It is something that we all struggle with throughout so many different parts of our life. And I see a lot of people struggle with nutrition and time together. Like this little nugget. It's like A plus B equals crazy town. (laughs) Nutrition plus time equals blah. Like it's, it becomes impossible or it feels impossible sometimes. That is truly why I absolutely love implementing no-cow into my diet on the regular. I have a no-cow bar a day. I almost like to remind myself a no-cow bar a day keeps the doctor away kind of a thing. Um, Taste on them is fantastic. Uh, They have a great amount of protein, low sugar, high fiber, low calorie, low fat, uh, so many yays. Um, I do have an episode that kind of goes over a lot of the tastes. Two that I know I did not try before I launched that episode. One is the lemon. It might be lemon cake. I'm not sure. I personally really like that one. Kind of reminds me of like Fruity Pebbles in a way. But I am being very transparent and honest. They recently launched a strawberry strawberry shortcake flavor. Do not recommend. I think that was my least favorite bar that I've had from them. So if you're looking for some real honest opinions, I'm here to give it to you. Uh, they still sponsor me, by the way, even though I say say it how it is. So uh, if you are interested, first peep the show notes. You can see a link to help you save. You can always send me a DM at the Caffeinated Yogi or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. First, just for us to just kind of talk about flavors. Like, what do you like? What do you not like? Um, for me to tell you what the texture is, all that kind of stuff. But again, there is an episode that I have uh, where I do a little bit of a deep dive, kind of going over all the flavors. So take a look at that if you have not already. All right. Today we are going to cover six tips to dedicate more time to your strength training. Um, 
And first and foremost is the idea that you have to have a non-negotiable. And a lot of times your non-negotiable is going to be the hardest thing to really get going. It's going to be the thing that you want to say no to a lot. And I would say it has to be your put your big girl panties on non-negotiable. Now, I'm not saying that this has to be something that's crazy, extreme, and challenging, and impossible. I'm just saying that it needs to be a non-negotiable. So maybe it is waking up earlier. And you might know that waking up earlier for you is a hard no. Like you are a miserable person whenever you wake up earlier. If that's you, then don't do it. If you fall to the like, I don't really want to, it's just challenging, then maybe that's where you take that non-negotiable. Maybe it's a type of training that you do on a specific day. Something that I have done recently, I went through a long phase where I was not running at all. Besides in my workouts a little bit here and there, um, I maybe got a run in every like two months for a solid year. I just wasn't running that much. Um, And lately, I've now been running twice a week. And for me, it has really helped to just have that as a non-negotiable. I have currently been doing it on Sundays and on Tuesdays. Sundays, I run a shorter distance. I teach every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. I am normally out the door right before 7 o'clock, and I run for 30 minutes. So I get in. I'm able to get my shower done. I do a cold shower. Definitely loving it, to be honest, with how hot it is. Do a quick cold shower. Takes me 20 minutes to get ready. It's just been a good routine for me. It's also been good for my mental health because I don't give a shit what my pace is. I look at my watch. All right, I got 25 minutes. Sometimes I even just set a timer. I'm going to run away from my house for 12 minutes. I'm going to, once that timer goes off, I'm going to turn around and run back to my house for 12 minutes. I've been trying to do my Sundays as a little bit shorter and my Tuesdays as a longer run. Uh, I also have been setting on certain days of the week that I'm hitting just for squats. If I have time, then I get in more of a workout. And if I don't, I am just lifting. And uh, that could be something that you kind of implement. If there's one thing that you're working on, I feel like I'm forever working on getting my legs fucking stronger. <laughs> so I, I, that, that's, that's just a part of my, my training cycle right now. Maybe you're working on trying to get a pull-up. So you work through pulling ranges of motion on Wednesday. Like that Wednesday is a pulling thing. I highly encourage you to not get stuck though on the fact of like Monday is squat day, Tuesday is bench day, Wednesday is deadlift day. Um, Don't do that. Uh, Hire a coach if you feel like you are starting to get into that kind of a routine. I'm saying let's pick one thing and let's take one day that is more of this dedicated non-negotiable. Maybe it's even something smaller. Your non-negotiable can be how you prep. So whenever I am really busy and really stressed, one thing that helps me so much is to prep my clothes. Like I have them laying out in, I normally get ready in our spare bedroom. That closet is where I keep my clothes and things. So that's where I get ready. And I wake up, I brush my teeth, I go in that room. And whenever I have everything just laying out on the bed, it's it's crazy how much time we will sometimes take up with picking the right shirt to bra combo. Even though I am wearing workout clothes almost 90% of the time, I still get in a trap of like, oh, do I want to wear this or that or this or that? Like, no, take that part out of the equation. Find something that for you is a non-negotiable. 
It might be quote unquote harder, like waking up 20 minutes earlier. It might be something that takes you two seconds the night before, like, like laying at your clothes. Next is tip number two, don't be afraid to break up your training into two different sessions or to not even complete it at all. So the first one I'm going to pick on is running. I have a client that is currently training for a marathon. She actually has like three marathons coming up. And for her, with her running, she has had a few days where she's like, I know that I need to get the volume in. And that's more so what I'm worried about right now. So for her, this is not a, I, this is my first marathon and I'm trying to get in some longer distances, like without necessarily stopping, going to work and coming back. Uh, That's not the case for her. I'm not saying that she doesn't need those long runs, but she has one day a week specifically where she lets herself sleep in a little bit more. So maybe opposite of what I just said, her non-negotiable is, all right, I I wake up early five days a week to train. This day I'm still training, but I'm not caring about what time I wake up. So as soon as she wakes up, she goes for however long of a run she wants, and then she tries to finish up the rest later on in the day. Maybe that's an evening run. Maybe it's part of it's just like walking, getting in some steps there. That is okay. It is okay to break your training up. I know the title of this is more to strength training, so let's talk about it like that. A lot of times you're going to see, especially with TCY programming, that you're going to have different blocks of your training programmed for that specific day. So maybe you are working through deadlifts and you might have one section that's like accessory work beforehand, kind of like an extended warm up, and that's maybe a superset between two movements. Then you go into your deadlift portion. Then you might have something that's a little bit more to a Metcon style or maybe just a different uh, lift. Depends as to what your cycle looks like. Um, What I would say for you if you are struggling on time is let's first pick what is the thing, pick your non-negotiable. What is the thing that you are really trying to work towards right now? And if it's strength training, then let's make sure that we get your lift in. And if you don't get the higher uh, uh, cardio aspect in, that's okay. Let that go to the back burner. Maybe right now your goal is to get more cardio in. Then maybe we skip the deadlifts and we do the workout that still has deadlifts, but it's just a lot lighter or maybe they're with dumbbells or something. It is okay to not do it all. I have one client who recently moved across country or across the world and um, she's been struggling some with time management. And one thing that has helped her is she has had multiple workouts where she has said, I was short on time. I did three rounds instead of four. And to you, that might be like, ah, I mean, just suck it up and do the extra round. No, if you are on a time crunch and if you know that you have 35 minutes and you see, all right, I'm at minute 30, I'm going to do one more round and I'm calling it quits. That's fantastic. You still gave 35 minutes to working out as opposed to your zero. So let's not be afraid of breaking it up. This is so, so, so important for my type A folks. Don't get stuck on the fact that it says I need to do this, so I have to complete all of this or I fail. Wrong. I'm going to say you fail if you just keep skipping and skipping and skipping and putting the I don't have time as your excuse. Number three is to find those little pockets in the day to make movement more achievable. 
I think that this is a great example for my parents out there. This might be whenever it is nap time. During nap time, is that whenever you do your 20 minutes of yoga? And I know that you probably have a routine that encompasses maybe some other things, right? And I challenge you to maybe think of it like this. If you are struggling to get time in for yourself, this is the time for you to do it. There's always going to be that list that is never ending. You're always going to have that laundry list. Maybe it really is your laundry that you normally do during nap time. And it's hard to find that right balance. But I think it is really important to remember that you still need time for you. So maybe think of it like this. Whenever you are giving to others, is there a way for you to also give time to yourself? For my parents, that could be during nap time. You are giving that gift of a nap to your child. So give yourself the gift of yoga. Maybe it is an at-home circuit. It can be something that's like body weight, you know, going through some squat and push-up kind of a uh, routine. Give yourself that time. For my non-parents, for my busy beers, I like to call these my dinner planners. I fall to this category. I sometimes go home, I have a break. My, my days are different than a lot of the regular nine to five. I normally start work really early. Like I'm, I'm at work whenever you're waking up or beforehand. So I get a break in the day at like two o'clock. And sometimes for me, that's whenever I'm dinner prepping. I'm not eating dinner at 2 p.m., but I'm getting it all done because I have to go back to work later in the day. And uh, if I don't want to eat at 10 p.m., I need to be able to get that meal prep happening at some point. And for me, a lot of times that will be something like baking. So last night I baked uh, chicken, um, some portobello mushrooms, and I made a like frozen uh, cauliflower rice and black bean kind of uh, thing on the stovetop. Stovetop took me literally three minutes. And for my baked uh, item, I went and I did some yoga during that time. My yoga was supposed to be super chill and stretchy, and that's what I did. Like laid on my back, used a strap, very, very relaxed. So think of it as whenever you are giving time to somebody else, can this be a way that you are giving time back to you? Time to your body. Our next tip, tip number four, is a bit more to mindset. I want you to switch your mindset from the idea of I hope I can to I will. Short and sweet. This tip is short and sweet. I want you to switch your mindset from I hope I can to I will. Think of it like in the morning. Maybe you're talking to your best friend. You're talking about what you have going on for your day. Well, I really hope I can get to the gym. Instead, say, I will be getting to the gym at 2 p.m. And I know that that one is so small. And I know that sometimes your gut might still not agree with you. But you saying it, I really don't think we understand how much that has an impact on our mental health. Uh, I understand that it won't always happen. You might say that you will do something and you won't. But us making that change in mindset is a huge step. So let that be one of your tips to help you dedicate more time to your strength training. Change your mindset from I hope I can to I will. Number five, don't let the gym become your main scapegoat. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. Don't let the gym become your main scapegoat. 
So I can tell you for me, going to the gym is definitely a stress relieving mechanism. I feel better whenever I don't have to look at the computer. I don't have to respond to an email. I'm not telling any of my staff what to do or assisting them. I'm not guiding a yoga class. I'm not helping my husband at home. I have probably some ghetto ass rap playing in my ears and I am just totally zoned out, moving my body, challenging my breath, really not thinking about anything besides how to move safely. And that for me is a stress relieving mechanism, but that cannot be the only stress relieving mechanism. And take that from somebody that learned it the hard way. Within the first year of the yoga studio being opened, I was using the gym just as a escape and or I should say my only form as escape. And it then made me not want to go to the gym sometimes because it was I was almost like I was putting too much pressure on the gym being able to relieve all my stresses and that wasn't the case. You also probably need a stress relieving mechanism that is more chill. For me, setting a non-negotiable aside to read my book has been a huge stress-relieving mechanism. I have also made a strong point to, I'm going to do a cleaning task with my AirPods in, listening to a podcast, and turning all the Do Not Disturbs on. That for me is number one, time management, and number two, a stress-relieving mechanism. I'm folding clothes very mindlessly, listening to somebody talk about some other mindfulness tips that I need to hear. So do not let the gym become your main scapegoat. And number six, I think one of the most important ones is don't forget to have fun. If you are not having fun in the gym, you're not going to want to go back, period. And I do think that part of this does fall to the responsibility that you have to take with having communication with who is your coach. Um, Be upfront with the things that you do when you don't like. I remember whenever I was doing CrossFit regularly, I went through this phase where I, I started like not wanting to do certain workouts just because there were certain movements that were really, really, really frustrating to me. And it made me just totally not enjoy going to the class. And for some, we might then step away and just say, I'm not going to do it at all. Where if you have an open conversation with your coach, and if they are a good coach, they're going to help you modify so that we're still working a similar muscle group and you're having fun. I had a client recently that told me, listen, anything inverted is just, I absolutely hate it. It brings me no joy. I don't want to do it. And she does not have to get upside down. Mind you, she was not even getting upside down in extreme ways. It was doing things like feet on a box and doing an inverted push-up kind of a thing. Yes, that can look extreme, but that's not the most extreme or most challenging or most difficult variation. Can we still get her scaps, traps, lats, all the things working in the way I want to without her getting upside down? Absolutely. And that was one thing that we changed in her programming. So make sure that you are having an open conversation with whoever is your coach because there are ways to make changes to where you are still having fun. You are still enjoying the thing. 
to a point, you know, like you're always going to have those workouts that you're like, fuck, but uh, that's just kind of the the process, right? Um, but overall, we should be able to say that we are having fun. So again, as a little recap, we got six tips to get to be able to dedicate more time to your strength training. Number one, we got to have that non-negotiable. Put your big girl panties on and get to it. Number two, don't be afraid to break up your training or maybe even skip something. Number three, find those little pockets of time. That might be whenever you get a little mobility session or something like that. Find those little pockets in your day when you can give back to your own body. Number four, switch mindset from I hope I can to I will. Number five, do not let the gym become your main scapegoat. And number six, have fun. I hope you had fun tuning into this episode. I know I talked about the show notes earlier, but peep those to see that discount code for NoCal. Um, the code is Danielle CO. Uh, you can also see me on Instagram there. You can join TCY Strength Training. Maybe you're realizing that you need a coach to help you have fun. That's what I'm here for. I would love to be able to assist. If you liked this episode, make sure to give it a five-star review no matter where you are listening to. And until next Tuesday, whenever we chat again, namaste and slavery thing. <laughs>